Today I'd like to try to appreciate what our value is and how special our learning is in the eyes of Hashem. It's a very important every once in a while to reflect on the chashivas of what you're doing and how important it is to Hashem and how important it is to the world because we constantly face this Yonot and because we constantly face, face tests and it's difficult to stay dedicated to learning we have to realize the value of what we do it's a very important thing you see in today's generation there is a unique nisayon for someone who's learning, especially at your age. Whether it's the uh, upper base medrash years, or the uh, beginning years of kolel, whatever it may be, in that time in your life, you have a certain nisayon that was not in the world 10 years ago, 15 years ago which today is a Nisayon. Now, but I have to explain it. It's a very dakus like a point. And I have to explain it clear how it works. But before I do so, I want to make one Hagdama, a Daher. There's a Vilna Goyen in the Pirush on Mishle, on a Pasuk in Mishle, and he says that a person only leaves learning for one of three reasons, three main categories. Either is because he has Taivus Elam Hazer, or he's lazy, or he has Litzanut. Whatever these three things. I'm not going into the Prokham right now. But the question that I had when I read this Goyen was, why does it have to be that a person has such a severe problem? Whether the problem is controlling his tithes, or whether the problem is other midot, why can't it just be that learning is not for him? He just doesn't enjoy it, doesn't talk to him. Does everybody enjoy math? Does everybody enjoy science? Does everybody enjoy economics? Well, different people like different things. And especially we know that a human being really has three brains. You didn't know that you have three brains. For some people around there, I didn't even know they had one. But a person really actually has three brains. You know what they are? There's one brain called Sechel Iuni. Sechel Iuni means the brain that you need to understand Iun, to understand learning. That type of Thing. Studying Chokhmah. There's another brain you have called Sechel HaMaaseh. The brain you need to do practical things. Like for Benji to be a barber, that's Sechel HaMaaseh. He has a certain Sechel who understands that skill. Anything in business uses that Sechel. Sechel to buy, to sell. There's a certain Sechel HaMaaseh. That's another type of seichel. And then there's a third seichel called seichel ha-machshaba. The seichel that you need 
for relationships, how to get along with people, how to get along with your workers, how to get along with your co-workers, how to get along with your wife, it has a lot to do with midot as well. Three different sales. So you can find a person who is a genius in one seichel, but in the other seichel, he is nothing doing over there. So for example, let's say you have a business, okay? Your business is, you have a bakery. And you found a baker who is unbelievable, tal- unbelievably talented in baking. He has a sechel amaser, unbelievable. But he cannot get along with the co-workers. He cannot get along with the customers. He's fighting with everybody. He's a nightmare. Because in a sechel amaser, he's brain dead. So you can't have this guy around, no matter how great a sechel amaser is. Sechel amachshav is messed up, right? So you have three sechels. Some people are born with a natural tendency towards one of these three sechels. Sometimes you have a natural tendency to two. And a pretty talented individual will have a natural uh, tendency for all three of them. Now, every person can develop all three of his brains. The Rambam says in Shemayi Prakar. If you use it and you work hard at it, you can develop it. So let's say you have a kid. His sechel iyuni is nothing special. So therefore, when you put iyun in front of him, it doesn't talk to him. You put a hammer in his hand. You put a screwdriver in his hand. The guy's mom is enjoying it. He has a seabook from it. Because his sechel amaiser is a strong point. That's his sechel amaiser. So he enjoys that. Some people enjoy the underneath the hood of a car. Some people enjoy other things, right? So these are so. Many, why does the person you're saying the person is leaving learning? Because the going is saying that if you're leaving learning, there has to be some flaw in you in your midas. Otherwise, you wouldn't leave learning. So I'm asking, why does it have to be like that? Maybe you don't enjoy it. Maybe it's not your thing. You don't have that seichel, right? So you see from the Goyen something very deep. We have a natural attachment to Torah. Natural attachment to Torah. Natural. If you want to know what a Jewish person is, his neshama was standing in Maimon Sinai, and he has an attachment to Torah. And even if his seichel iyuni is nothing special, but his desire to have it and to acquire it will push him to develop the seichel iyuni to be successful at it. So why is he not? It has to be a factor. There has to be another factor. So you could say, well, he has a different problem. He has a problem of laziness. And the laziness is the factor that gets in the way. So there has to be some flaw. You don't leave learning, you don't leave yeshiva unless something is wrong with you. Which means, in other words, to put things in perspective, if you have an issue that's not working for you, you have to find where's your place that's not working for you and make avodah over there. It's not a question if, you know, learning is a good thing, it's an unbelievable thing, I respect people who learn. And 
For me, it's not going so good, so I have another option. No, 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 no. If it's not going so good for you, that means Hashem is telling you there's something we need to work on over here. Whether it's your taifa, whether it's your atlas, whether it's your leitzanus, whatever these things are, I'm not going into that. But the point is, just like all struggles in life, if you would have a struggle keeping Shabbat, if you had a struggle keeping Shabbat, right? So it'll be a test. Should I keep the store open on Shabbat? Should I close the store on Shabbat? It's a struggle. But by you, you would understand that it's not an option to keep the store open on Shabbat. I have to figure out how to deal with the problem. Learning is not different. A person who doesn't have a heter of a safta digonecha, he has enough to eat, he has enough to live, so he has a problem, he has a struggle. He has a real struggle, though it's a real struggle. He's having a hard time concentrating, he has a hard time sitting, he has a hard time, whatever he has a hard time. <coughs> he has to understand that, that that struggle was given to him by Hashem to work with that, to fix something in him. It's not a question of he's cut out, not cut out. Everyone's cut out. That's a natural thing if a Jew was required, as long as you're sane. There are people that are, have nefesh. There are people that have certain sicknesses that make them anonymous. There is such a musa. But if a person is a sane, healthy person, then he's regular required to learn. And if you're regular required to learn and things are not working out, you got to figure out what it is that's not working out and make the avodah. That's what Hashem wants. It's a very important in the perspective of things. But today, we have a little problem, which makes our test a little bit difficult. You see, we live in a world that that's two things we're going to talk about. Number one, the attitude. You live in a world that the attitude is that learning is not like something you have to do, like keeping Shabbat, or eating kosher, or putting on your tefillin. So when I see an obstacle, I look at it more like success, you know? I'm a human being. I want to succeed. You know, I want to feel success, you know? So if I'm not going to feel success in this field, at least I can go to Amazon. I know how to make moves over there. And I'll be successful there. It's only a question of where to be successful in life, you know? If you have a Seychelle Uni, and you like learning, and you feel like you could succeed over there, stay learning. You'll be successful there. You'll be successful, number one, in feeling accomplished. Number two, maybe you'll actually become something with it. So stay there. Develop yourself over there. But if you don't feel like you're succeeding, because maybe whatever the reason is, you can't sit so good, you can't concentrate so good, you're not shalomdin, you're not the smartest guy in the world, you have a second unit needs to be worked out. You have a problem. So let me go here. I can become a builder. I can become a you know electrician, whatever it is, and I can make a parnasah. I can be a fighter from a yid. It's an option. There's options for careers. One of the careers that there is an option for is learning. It's going good, great. Even though you're machshavit, you say, listen. If a guy's learning in Kolel, if I go to work, I'll give him my suit. I'll support him. I'm Machshav Torah. I'm not, not Machshav Torah. But I got to be realistic, you know? I am who I am. 
And therefore it's not working for me. That's a mistake. Because you didn't look for the problem. You are obligated to learn. You're built to learn. What we say about Torah is, It's your life. Why do we have to learn? Why do you have to learn 24-7? Why? Why is it such a chiyuv like that? The Gemara says, if you want to study Chochmah Yavonis, even if you know the whole Torah inside out, there's still no time to do to learn to learn Chochmah Yavonis. Why? Because Lo Yom Belalayla, Vegita Bo Yom Belalayla. When are you going to learn? What's that inyan? That means Limanat Torah is the heart and soul of what a Jew is. His attachment to Hashem is the Torah. It's an amazing lashon in the Rambam. At the Bali Musa Medayik from the Lashon Rambam, it's much from the Rambam is based like this. You wake up in the morning, you have to learn 24-7. I right now have an onus. I'm going to sleep a little bit or I'm going to die. Okay, so you can take off. Uh, right now I'm going to starve, so I got to eat. Okay, you can take off. Uh, you know, you, I got to walk a little bit because I get a little snappy. Okay, fine. You need that for your goof, you can take off. That means you start off high of the whole thing, you know. And then, you, and then you have to stop where you have a, a heter to stop or owners to stop. That's why when you make Birkota Torah in the morning, you don't have to make Birkota Torah again. It should be like if you ate a meal and you finished your meal and now you want to eat another meal, you have to make another bracha. But now when it comes to Birkota Torah, because Be'etzim I'm learning all day and all night, but I have to make a hefzik. V'yachsa l'lamudah is a lashon for the Rambam, right? What is up with that? Because the basic, basic, what a Jew is, is he has Dvekas Tashem. And how he has Dvekas Tashem? In learning. Now, if you have a Hector of Asaf, let's say you have to work, you're not entirely separated from the Torah. Now, when you're working, you're working according to the principles that the Torah taught you. So it's like the Torah is living on during your work. It didn't stop. He didn't tune out. But you have to learn. And when you're allowed to stop, you have to stop, but you're still attached to the Torah. You're still attached. With that, you're doing derech right? So that's like, wow, it's a new thing. So if I'm a boy, my father supports me, my parents support me, I'm a yeshiva, they feed me. I have what I need. But, I'm, but I have a problem. I got to learn. But it doesn't go so good for me. When I say you have to learn, I don't mean that every single boy has to learn the exact same amount of hours, because that goes according to your kaya. But there's a certain amount that you do have to learn, and you have to figure out how to get around your challenge. So that's a very important point in perspective. When you come to dealing with your issues, you have to have the right perspective of what has to be done. The same thing you find today, we find today what we didn't have when we were younger. When I was younger, the real moguls, as you guys call it, the real money was not by religious people. You didn't have guys who went through the system and became millionaires, multi-millionaires. You didn't have that. Understand? Now, I have to say this very carefully because the people that are very rich and support Torah and they do a lot of good things, it's a great thing. But the problem for you that it proposes is that it becomes 
like an ideal for you. Because why should I sit here and schwitz and learning? And sit on a toysvis of Shavya Nafshakatikatisur for two months where I could be perfectly religious and learn and also have the beautiful houses, the cars, the yachts, and whatnot. This question makes sense. You can be you can be from, it's not like you have to be fried. You can be from, you can be erlich. You can you can you can uh, you learn every day. You can learn with Choshev or Shivas. If you have enough money, you can, you can hire the best guys, you know? This Reb speaks about. Reb spoke to his boys before Benazman of Vashmir Sedayim. He said, this is, the, this is the thing I'm worried about. Because you lose the Hashivas for what you're doing. So again, if you happen to be in work, because you had to make a living, and Hashem blessed you, and He gave you a lot of money, then you have to overcome that challenge and give tzedakah with it and not become a balgaiva with it and not get dragged down to taiva with it. And, and you know what? You deserve a lot of honor for that. A lot of kavod. It's a big test. You deserve a lot of kavod for that. But it doesn't become an ideal for a yeshiva guy who's learning. It's only after the fact. If you're working and you're successful, then you should look up to the successful people that are shomret Torah mitzvot the best way. Then it's, that's ideal. But while you're learning, what's your avoidant now? <coughs> your avoidant now that you don't need to make a living is to learn. So what are you looking at that for? What does, it, what does it have to do with you? There's nothing to do with you. This is your avoidant now. The Gemara says that if you have a Levi, that he was in charge of the instruments, and then there was another Levi, who was in charge of the gates. If the Levi that was in charge of the instrument decided to do things with the gate, it's Chayab Mitah. Like, did he do a bad thing? No, he did something good. But he didn't do his avoider. I'm not belittling the avoider of a man who's wealthy. And he gives tzedakah. And he doesn't let himself have gaiva. And he, and he does Masamat Be'emunah. We're not belittling that avoider. But that avoider is his avoider. And you have your avoider. So if you jump ship from your avoider to do his avoider when you weren't supposed to, that's a problem. And that we have to get clear. When you're this age, and you're young, and you need to set up your hashkafas and your understanding how to learn, and your hashivas for learning, you do not have business looking over there, because looking over there makes you feel like you're not accomplishing here, you're not capable, you're not competent here, you're deviating your attention from your work. And that's a problem. You have to focus on your avoidance, so it's not easy. It's not supposed to be easy. But when you understand it's not an option to jump ship, but you have to deal with the obstacle, then you deal with it. If a guy is in marriage, and he thinks that it's very easy, he can just get divorced, if that's what he thinks. You think he's going to work on a Sean Bias? He's going to say, what do I got to deal with this for? Zeigesund, I find another one. So then he goes to the rub, and the rub says, listen to me. Don't think it's so simple. 
You walk away from this marriage, you're a divorced guy, people are going to look at you like a loser, they're going to say, what happened? They're going to say, lush and horror about you. You're going to be sitting around like a Hazi case for 10 years. You sure? Oh, okay, it's not an option. Okay, now what do I do to work on my show parts? It's not an option. But if I have a door to take, I have an option, then I'm not working on the problem. Because I have options. In your brain, you have to tackle the problem and deal with the problem because this is the situation that Hashem put for you to work on. And I think that's a very important message because we all, in today's generation, struggle with this to some degree or another. Whether it's when you're a bocher, whether it's when you're an avrech, when you start getting older, and you say, okay, so one second, what's the, where's my success in life? Where is it? What am I good at? And learning is not given to you for a business. And it's not given to you for having a good name. Learning is an avoida. And it's a, it's a point avoida. And it's a type of avoida that you need to be more than that person. Do that avoida. And you know what? If you don't learn how to do it now when you're a bakr, you think that when you're married and you have parnas and you have bills to pay and you have to go to work at that point, you think you're going to learn? You're not going to learn because you would never train yourself to learn under difficult situations. So then you don't end up learning. But when learning became a point for you, it became your life, you overcame challenges with it, so then... When you go to work, you will learn every minute that you have. Every free moment that you have, you will learn. Learning will be more important to you than making money. So this is the work that we have to make. And this is the idea that I wanted to talk to everybody about. It's just something that we need to mechazek in over and over and over because life is full of challenges.